Good morning, everybody. My name is Andres Benitez. Today is Tuesday, November 16th, 2019, Chicago, Illinois, and you are listening to Creator Radio. Okay, here we go, everybody. Welcome back to Creator Radio. Um, on this week's episode, we're going to do an NFL recap. I know that uh, in the pilot episode, I wanted, I told everybody that I was really interested in, in doing music reviews. So last week we did the Tory Lanez Chick State Five. If you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to that. Uh, I think it was a great first episode to start off the Creator Radio series. But this week we'll be talking about sports. So every, I think every other week, every other Monday slash Tuesday will be either a music review or the NFL recap, uh, just depending on what what's really you know catching my interest. And yeah, I think that's that's what we'll be doing. Uh, eventually, I'd like to get you know both sections into one episode, but if that feels kind of weird or maybe people like listening to just the individual sports episodes or the individual music episodes, then we'll keep it like that. So right now, it's just a lot of testing and trying and seeing what I like, but um, yeah, we're going to go into the scores from the weekend through the NFL. I'm going to read uh, pretty quickly through some of the games that I thought were kind of mediocre and then talk a little bit more in depth, the ones that have more things to talk about. Uh, but starting on Thursday night, the Colts and Texans, close win for the Texans, 20-17. to Texans go to 7-4, Colts go to 6-5. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 298 yards and two TDs. Uh, I'm sure that we'll both see we'll, we'll see hopefully both of these teams in the playoffs, but I think the Texans will definitely be there for sure, um, led by Deshaun Watson. Uh, Buccaneers and Falcons, the four and seven Buccaneers take on the three and eight uh, Falcons, thirty-five to twenty-two Buccaneers. Jameis Winston, classic stat line: three hundred and thirteen yards, three TDs, and I think I believe two interceptions. I think he leads the league in, inter- in interceptions. Chris Godwin, seven receptions, 184 yards, and two TDs. You know, I like this Buccaneers offense. Um, I think Jameis Winston actually isn't an awful quarterback if he could just limit his um, his interceptions. Uh, but, yeah, having those two weapons, Chris Godwin and uh, Mike Evans, it, 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 it's a good offense. The Buccaneers have a good offense. So, uh, you know, maybe lock down a little bit more on defense, not give up 22 points to the Falcons, you know, reduce your interceptions. And I think the Buccaneers would be well over 500. Like, they're 4-7 right now. I, I think they're really – I think their records really should be like, you know, like 6-4 or something like that. What is it? Uh, what is it? Equal 11. So, yeah, 6-5, and 7-4. They should really be 7-4, 6-5, something like that. Falcons, they stink. Three and eight, a relevant business here. So that's you know kind of sad. But Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, like again, the offense is great. I just don't, I just don't know what's what's going on with the Falcons this year. Um, Broncos and Bills. The Bills eight and three, twenty to three win over the three and eight Broncos. The Bills should be a lock for the playoffs this year. That hasn't. Those words do not get said very often with in regards to the Buffalo Bills. I have some family out in Buffalo, so I'm sure they're all really excited to see their Bills play this well. And Josh Allen has really emerged as a, as a young leader. So 185 yards, two TDs, you know, looking looking pretty good. Defense looking very good for the Bills. I don't know how well they'll do in the playoffs, but 
just to see that 8-3 and three stat line is, is a good sign for the Buffalo Bills. And I'm sure everybody in Buffalo was definitely happier than sadder than with their team and definitely looking forward to the future of seeing what the Bills add to their team and see see what they develop to be. Giants and Bears, I'm not going to talk about this game too much. 19 to 14 Bears. The Bears are 5 and 6, Giants 2 and 9. Bears should have put up more points against 2 and 9 Giants. I want Trubisky out of here, but other than that, there's not not a whole lot to talk about. Um Saquon Barkley only 59 yards rushing on 17 carries. That's very unlike him. And you can kind of see how like these injuries impact these young players at such at such a high level. We were talking about Saquon Barkley as the number one, you know, um, running back in the league, like pretty much unanimously. And now that's not really the case at all. You could talk about McCaffrey. You could talk about Aaron Jones. You could talk about Derrick Henry or, you know, Leonard Fournette. Uh, you know, there, there's just these other guys that have just been more productive, healthier, um, and, you know, putting on bigger numbers than Saquon, which is a shame because Saquon's one of the, all-time talents that I've seen run, especially when he was at Penn State. Um, some of those highlights from Penn State, it's just really, really just shocking. Like, this, he's a gazelle and a very athletic, extremely athletic player. So, hoping that Saquon Barkley can get back on track. But other than that, 2-9 Giants, they got to they gotta do something else. Bears got to do something else. These, these teams both stink. Steelers and Bengals. I'm only going to read the score: 16 to 10. Uh, Steelers. Bengals. 0 and 11. Uh, that's that's it. Um, Dolphins and Browns. A very healthy win for the Browns. 41 to 24. Uh, Dolphins are two and nine. Browns are five and six. I think the Browns actually might have a chance of making the playoffs. Their schedule, upcoming schedule, is a little bit softer. I know that they just played Miami, but they'll see Miami again in Week 14, I believe. They have Cincinnati, they have Arizona and on this on the schedule. So be be on the lookout for Baker Mayfield and and the boys. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham. I think I think we'll see them in the playoffs. If they can, you know, clean up some of these softer games on you know on the on the home stretch of their schedule. I don't see why they wouldn't be. Uh, Panthers and Saints, a very close game. Um, Saints nine and two, Panthers five and six. The Saints thirty-four uh, to thirty-one over the Panthers. Kind of surprised that the Panthers were able to put up thirty-one points on the Saints defense. Usually that's not the case, but um, yes, yeah, Drew Brees doing what Drew Brees does: three hundred and eleven yards, three TDs. Um, and then for the Carolina Panthers, DJ Moore one hundred twenty-six yards and two TDs. So that was. Fun game to watch. Uh, yeah, Panthers missed field goal leads to a Saints game winner. So came down to a field goal. Just surprising, really surprising. I, I didn't really think that the Panther, Panthers would be in this game as close as they were. Uh, moving on, Raiders and Jets. The four and seven Jets against the six and five Raiders. I did not expect this game to go the way that it did. The Jets thirty-four to three over the Raiders. Sam Darnold. 20 for 29, 315 yards and two TDs. Um, Robbie Anderson, four receptions, 86 yards and a TD. Sam Darnold looking pretty good, pretty healthy. I believe that they're kind of in the same boat, kind of same field as the Browns. You know, softer schedule coming up, so they should, they might be able to make the playoffs if they win out. But regardless, I think 
the Jets aren't really too far away from being a very solid or at least a well above 500 team. I think that their biggest problem is the offensive line. I think they need to give Sam Darnold a little bit more help. I would add, uh, you know, hopefully top 15 wide receiver on the outside to give a little bit of a deeper threat, help Robbie Anderson out a little bit uh, so, you know, he can get some receptions too. And then you have Le'Veon Bell. You have, you know, you have a stud, stud running back. Solid defense, Sam Darnold looking healthy, young guy seems seems to have his head on his shoulders. So definitely, the future for the Jets should be should be bright. So if you're a Jets fan, you know you, you know maybe you make the playoffs this year, um, but next year you should be you should be there. If they just they you know add a little add a little muscle on the offensive line, I think I think and give give uh, Darnold a little little bit of more of a pocket. I think that the Jets could be well above 500. So. Um, Seahawks and Eagles, 17 to 9. Seahawks, Seahawks are 9 and 2, should be a lock for the playoffs. Eagles, 5 and 6. Carson Wentz stinks. Freaking four turnover game for Carson Wentz. Um, not a whole lot to talk about here. Russell Wilson doing what Russell Wilson does wins games. It doesn't need to be a blowout, it doesn't need to be, you know, um, uh, his magic all the time, but he. Russell Wilson gets wins. He wins the game. Like, and you see it. He's six and zero away, and nine and two on the year. Uh, I know that Lamar Jackson is the the new hot kid on the block, but Russell Wilson has been doing this thing for so goddamn long. I really hope that people do not. At least he should be in the the conversation for MVP, if not the MVP, and if not him, Lamar Jackson. But I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan, and it's I'm really excited to see what the Seahawks do this year in the playoffs. Um, Lions and Redskins. The Redskins two and nine. Lions three and seven. Nineteen to sixteen win. Redskins. I if you're the Lions, like I, you shouldn't be losing to the Redskins. That's that's a winnable game. I don't know how you know. It just I don't know. It just seems they're one and four away. The Lions they need to tighten up. And I think that what has happened to the Lions is that, you know, some of these earlier games, they had some bad calls and that would have, you know, changed their schedule or their record a little bit. Maybe they get a little bit more confidence. You know, you don't have um, their quarterback. Oh, my God. What is his name? Um, Well, the Lions quarterback, I'm forgetting his name, but I will probably remember it in a second. Um, If he wasn't hurt or Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford. If Matt Stafford wasn't hurt, maybe their their record be a little bit, you know, more reflective of I think that the talent that they have. Obviously, Kerryon Johnson out a couple weeks ago, but Kerryon Johnson when he's healthy, and Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and Matt Stafford, and there's it, they shouldn't be three and seven in my opinion, um, and you definitely should not be losing to the Redskins. Uh, Jaguars and Titans. 42 to 20. The Titans are now six and five, just above 500. And Jags are four and seven. Uh, the only real big thing to talk about here: Derrick Henry is a monster. 159 yards, two TDs. Uh, it's you know you can't you got to stop the run, especially if it's Derrick Henry. I don't know if you've ever seen Derrick Henry on the field, but he looks like a grown man playing against children. Uh, moving on, Patriots, Cowboys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit more into depth. So we're in the last three games of of the weekend 
the Cowboys, Patriots, Packers, 49ers, Ravens, and Rams. I'm going to take a little bit longer on these three games just because I think these are the most exciting games, the most fun games to watch. And I'm a Patriots fan, so I'll go, I'll go a little bit into uh, how I feel about the Patriots. Patriots 10-1, and Cowboys 6-5. and Patriots, nice win, 13-9 to in horrific weather conditions. Um, Tom Brady really playing with not a whole lot as far as weapons go. I mean, still Julian Edelman. Nikhil Harry comes off of uh, the IR as a rookie, catches a nice touchdown. Uh, I think he'll be a great addition for Tom Brady. But other than that, I mean, I, why they let go of Josh Gordon is beyond me. I think that that would have been a you know he a fantastic talent, a good sized guy, pretty big guy. So I don't know really why they let him go. Maybe he was injured or something like that. I think they put him on the IR and then the Seahawks put him took, pick him up, but. The Patriots, the running game, kind of non-existent right now, and it's their defense and special teams that have been just so on point, so well coached, so so fundamentally sound that, you know, and the weather conditions, obviously, you know, the Patriots know how to play in that weather conditions, the, the rain and the wind and the cold, Cowboys, kind of, they're a bubble, they're a dome team, so... They practice in the dome. They, you know, they don't, they're not really as experienced in the in in that type of weather condition. So, I'm not surprised that the Patriots won this game. But I was kind of hoping that it would be a little bit higher score. And I wish that Tom Brady had a, more weapons to really work with. Talking to a friend yesterday over, you know, having a burger with him, and I said to him, "Imagine Tom Brady with the lineup that that Minnesota that the Minnesota Vikings have. You know, give Tom Brady Dalvin Cook." Give Tom Brady Adam Thielen. Give Tom Brady Stephon Diggs. And then keep the Patriots defense. That that That's a lock for the next three years. Automatic. I'll put my house <laughs> on the Patriots winning if they had that lineup. So for them to be 10-1 and to be working with the talent that they have is, is really, really uh, incredible to me. And, you know, I think that they'll be in the Super Bowl again just because they'll get a home game. You know, they'll... And if they win that, then they'll go straight to the to the Super Bowl. They'll get a bye, get a home game, go to the Super Bowl. You know, that's the rinse, wash, and repeat. That's what they do every single year. Um, but, yeah, Patriots 10-1. Moving on, the last two games, Packers and 49ers, huge blowout by the 49ers, 10-1. They're 10-1, Packers 8-3, 37-8, 49ers. The 49ers are now 5-1 at home. The defense playing out of their mind. Nick Bosa on the line. Huge addition for the 49ers defense. And then on the offensive side, you have the return of George Kittle. The you know, the blanket for this for this offense. Having Kittle in the lineup is it, it takes it from being a you know B you know C plus B you know B minus B minus offense to a strong B plus A minus offense with George George Kittle on the field. Six receptions, 129 yards, one T D. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, 14 out of 20, 253 yards and two TDs. Um, you have the addition of uh, Emmanuel Sanders coming back, being healthy. And then, of course, Debo Samuel, um, the rookie out of South Carolina, uh, catching catching balls, doing his job. And it's, it's really fun to watch the 49ers play. I was kind of on the edge of whether or not they'd be a good playoff team. But the way that they're playing with George Kittle on the field, it just seems like they're going to be a lock for the playoffs. Not not a lock, but they're going to do well in the playoffs. And if you can beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, like you're, you, you beat a good team. 
I know that their defense isn't fantastic, but Packers are eight and three. You know, I I I'm excited for this 49ers team. Very excited, and that's kind of where I'll leave it. And then Monday night football, the Jackson Five, uh, Lamar Jackson throwing for five uh, touchdowns. It it's a circus. He's a circus, and I think I was watching the game last night and. I didn't want the Rams to get the ball back just because I wanted to see Lamar play. I wanted to see him run. I wanted to see him cut. I wanted to see him throw. And just to see them dominate the Rams. I don't know what's going on with Goff, but he he stinks too. Trubisky, Goff, uh, I don't know what the hell is going on. Matt Ryan, I don't know what the hell is going on with with these quarterbacks. But Lamar Jackson is the talk of the town right now. I think the clear MVP favorite, second to Russell Wilson, and I. It just seems like this Ravens team is a force to be reckoned with, an absolute force. Their defense is playing stand-up defense, you know, pressuring Jared Goff like nearly every fucking play, you know, and if you're the Ravens. Like, if you're Baltimore, you have a lot to be excited about in Lamar. The only thing I will say about Lamar Jackson, and I'm really nervous that this that this will happen, is that I just I don't want him to, you know, get an injury or or have a, a down a, a big downfall. Like not not like that. Patrick Mahomes hasn't you know shined this year, but he you know this feels very Patrick Mahomes like the young guy coming in. He's the brand new, the the new thing, changing the league, you know, with Mahomes with his arm and uh, Lamar with his legs. Uh, the rushing, the rushing yards for Lamar is insane. He's on track to beat the the 2006 Michael Vick record, and he's he like by a mile. Like to see something like that as you know, I just don't, I just don't want him, you know, a Saquon injury, a Saquon Barkley type injury to happen to Lamar, and then all of a sudden. They're they're back to being the Ravens. They're back to being a you know above five hundred team that doesn't really do a whole lot. Um, but yeah, I I think that the Ravens will put on a show and they'll do well in the playoffs. But I think that whether or not they're able to beat you know New England at home in New England, that that will be the biggest test of the year. Because if they get through New England at home against Bill Belichick's defense, I, I think you know. They they should win the the Super Bowl. I don't. I know that the the four the top four teams right now. I'm sure that people are pretty much you know unanimously like locked in on are the Saints, the 49ers, the Ravens, and the Patriots. Um, I don't think the Saints will be able to beat the the Ravens. I I don't even think I don't think the Saints will beat the 49ers. If I'm being honest with you. Um, so yeah, I think that nine and two Ravens are. Are looking really good. Anything shy of a season-ending injury, and Lamar Jackson will be the MVP, and will take them to if they can get past New England in Gillette. They're they they'll walk straight to the Super Bowl. Um, I think it would be fantastic for for football if the Ravens and the 49ers met in the Super Bowl. I think they'd just be like one of the best Super Bowls that we we'd ever see. Obviously, I'm a I'm a Patriots fan, so but I don't I don't even mind. I really don't even mind seeing the Patriots like take a step 
away this year just because I don't think they have the talent to beat the 49ers. I know they have the coaching. I know that they have the defense. But I think against going going against the 49ers defense is going to be really tough when Tom Brady doesn't really have a whole lot of weapons. Um, and Lamar does. And the Ravens do. Uh, so I think a Super Bowl matchup between the Ravens and the 49ers would be insane. Um, if anything that I've said is completely wrong, and maybe I don't, I like I again, I don't really understand um, the conferences of of the NFL. I still don't know which teams are in which. I'm just you know, but I th- I think that the way that it would work out is that the Ravens and the 49ers would meet because they're in opposite or they're in opposing conferences. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But, yeah. So that's going to wrap up uh, the sports talk. Lamar seems to be the MVP, and they're just rolling. The boys are rolling. 45-6 to six Ravens over the barely 500 Rams. Uh, but, yeah. So that's going to wrap up just the sports talk for this episode of Creator Radio. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Creator Radio. I am your host, Andres Benitez. Once again, if you have any questions, comments, you want to correct me on something that I said during this episode, or just reach out, throw me some questions, anything at all, um, an email that you can reach me at is creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. That is creator, C-R-E-A-T-O-R company c-o-m-p-a-n-y 401 at gmail.com uh yeah that's gonna wrap it up for this episode thank you guys so much for listening again andres benitez chicago illinois tuesday um you know wrapping up finals and hoping that everybody has a blessed blessed thanksgiving and holiday season um have a great great rest of your uh, great rest of the year and happy 2020 peace